Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech episode 57. Today I want to talk about playgrounds. Uh, my daughter is a connoisseur of fine playgrounds. Often we'll be driving through um, you know, somewhere we've never been before and we'll hear this voice calling out from the back seat. Look, over there! And we'll look, and sure enough, there will be a telltale yellow slide or a row of swings on the horizon. She spotted a playground, and she'd really prefer if we go and uh, check it out ourselves. What we typically won't see, either from the road or if we go to that playground, we won't see people. Whenever we go, whatever the day or time, playgrounds everywhere are empty. There are no new parents feeding newborns on the benches. There are no infants swaying and cooing in the baby swings. There are no top-heavy toddlers stumbling around the ramps. And there are no grade school kids annoying me by leaping brazenly from the uppermost parapets. Of course, there are exceptions to this. There are some playgrounds in well-placed, unique parks near uh, population centers, I guess, that still attract a crowd. But more often than not, we are the only family there when we visit a playground. Why is this? Was it always this way? I don't think it was, and if not, then what changed? There's one explanation I can rule out. I don't think kids abandoned our parks because playgrounds somehow got worse than they were. Yes, they have removed the jagged metal edges and concrete pads of decades past, but playgrounds have only gotten better over the years. They have things that I, frankly, am a little bit jealous of. Double curly Q tunnel slides, massive subterranean mazes, bouncy bridges, two-person swings so that a, a kid and a parent can go swinging together, climbing walls, and numerous other inventions that just did not exist when I was a kid, or at least not in my town. Even fast food playgrounds at McDonald's and Burger King, the ones they have inside, are, are four stories tall with all sorts of corners to explore, exactly the sort of uh, play fort that I would have loved when I was a kid. So our playgrounds are better than they've ever been. So what is it? What is keeping kids away? Here are three guesses. One, we're too busy. Parents are stretched thin, can't spare the time to prioritize getting them, their kids some outdoor play. A lot of parents are working two jobs, and for their part, the kids themselves have overpacked schedules too. They're bouncing from one after-school activity to the next. Sports, music, drama, dance, the list goes on and on. Another potential reason these playgrounds are abandoned is that we're scared. So in other eras, Parents let their children walk everywhere or ride their bikes to the neighborhood playground. I mean, just think of it now if you're a parent. Uh, say there's a playground three blocks from your house. Wouldn't you let your six-year-old walk there and play themselves for two hours? Chances are you'd say no. I would say no. Um, that sort of leash-free parenting is pretty rare these days in an era when cable news has amped up our suspicion of each other, and our anxiety to irrational levels. A third potential reason playgrounds are empty is, is screen time. As our daughter grows, she is increasingly obsessed with watching TV and playing simple video games on her tablet. 
I just want to watch TV all day. She said this literally yesterday uh, when I took her Kindle away. We're not alone in this struggle as parents, I know. Um, and the kids missing from the playground may well be cooped up inside, staring at a TV screen or poking away at an iPad. Now, I'm not a Luddite. I don't think that's all bad news. Those kids could be uh, exploring physics in Minecraft, or they could be programming something in in Scratch. But the truth of it is that we are nature-deprived, we are outdoor exploration-deprived, and kids could and kids are exercise-deprived. So all of those things are are negatives associated with the decline of the community playground. The truth is that all of these explanations, busyness, uh, anxiety, parental anxiety, too much screen time, they probably factor in to the exodus of kids from this public square. Of course, on the other hand, as parents, we kind of like the fact that playgrounds are uncrowded. Our daughter never has to wait for her plaything of choice and there's plenty of room for me to join her uh, and explore without worrying about stomping someone else's kid along the way. But on the other hand, how long can this be sustained? Town councils, municipal committees are going to notice eventually that their pristine playsets are almost always empty. Can they justify spending precious tax dollars on building and maintaining these lavish playgrounds when so few residents ever uh, darken their doorstep? Thanks very much for listening to Careful Tech today. Um, my goal is to record the podcast every, every weekday, but I'm not doing a great job of that. Um, if you have thoughts on the podcast or things you'd like to hear me talk about, hit me up in Anchor if you can, because then if you leave a recording, I can play it back in the podcast, or you can send me a tweet. I'm Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R, on Twitter, and my website is matthogger.com. The podcast is at Careful Tech and at carefultech.net. Thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.